It's time for a WeChat workout. WeChat. Go, go, go to the Cliff Central account. Tap connect. Then message to show. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. CliffCentral.com. Good morning and welcome to Rookies and Rockstars. It is a Wednesday and I am flying solo. It is very, very scary without my co-hosts. It's it's not nice and I miss them. Um, Carly's obviously gone on to her primary love. She's gone to TV um, for the meantime. So we, we will see her back, I'm sure, one day soon. But for now, that's where Carly has gone. Miss Prue um, unfortunately has had a... An accident, I'm in her car, but she, she is okay. It's just not the same without that gloriously happy little face with me. So Miss Prue, I hope that you get better soon and we will see you hopefully next week Wednesday back with us on Rookies and Rockstars. It is, was a very, very interesting Wednesday last week as it always is on Rookies and Rockstars. This week though, interesting stuff going on. I mean, I'm not often one to get involved in all the celebrity rah-rah. But, uh, the, the, the person, the staff, the person I'm chatting to later on in the show, it's going to be interesting to see what she says as well, because I know that she's quite heavily involved with a magazine editor and to hear what she thinks of this whole Kaylee Jenner thing will be quite interesting. Because as I said, I'm not often one to get in, to like get lured in and sucked in by it all, but it is flippin' fascinating and also, it's it's just, in my mind, quite odd. I mean, I know that the, the hype has been around people saying that it's odd and it isn't because it's who he now wants to be as a her and whatever. But wow, 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 wow. So welcome. It's Rookies and Rockstars where we are just, uh, Miss Prue and I would usually be chatting around, you know, everything that's happening in your life, our life, and, and what we can do to, to help you in any way or any form, uh, whether you are an aspiring entrepreneur, whether you're a mom-to-be, whether you are somebody who's just wanting to be motivated once a week by two women who are doing life together, that's us. As I said, I'm flying solo today, though, and I start off with somebody, it's it's almost just as good as Miss Prue's face, it's quite a happy, delightful, sparkly face, which is super cool, it's keeping me going. We We're chatting to... A, a musician who is just doing such phenomenal stuff in South Africa. And so I welcome, your name is Tori, but we call you Shotgun Tori on the stage, right? Just, just to introduce, <sighs> we have Tori in, in, in studio with us from Shotgun Tori and the Hound. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Cool. So it's obviously our vibe here is, there's just so much going on in this country, as you as you know, from mm. like one end of the spectrum where you've got politics and where you've got so much stuff. And we just want to be two women here who are inviting people onto the platform that are just doing such cool stuff and motivating others to, to keep going with their dreams, even if they're not doing what you're doing. Totally. I still believe that this country is thriving for positive, positive vibes, um, motivational kind of aspects of... Of, of all the different things going on. And one of the things today is obviously music, which is where you're playing. 
Yeah. How how is it? How I mean I know that it's you know, when we speak to musicians it's always I know it's cutthroat. I mean everyone's well aware of that. Yeah. Especially with the new dynamics of how music works and all those things. But how are you finding it and, and what what's your what's your journey been from the beginning to now? Oh it's so tough. And I, you know what makes it more tough is I don't make traditionally commercial music. Mm. So it's alternative and some people, they called it, somebody the other day called it lefty, the kind of music that I'm, that I make. Um, so it's a little bit, um, I, th- I think it, it makes it harder anyway. And I think even if it had been, um, the old days, yeah. I don't think a label would pick me up and say, Hey, this is going to sell records. Um, so I think it would have been as hard then. So whatever it is now, it is almost an advantage to having on, an online platform to be able to get out, get the music out there into the world. It's, yeah, we're lucky actually. It's a tough industry, but I think we're lucky to live in this particular age. Yeah, that is, that is interesting because I was, I'm, <laughs> I always get marked by my friends because I'm, I'm traditionally, I just listen to whatever music makes me feel nice. I don't care if that's from Shotgun Tori to Taylor Swift. I, I know that I'll get judged for saying that, but I don't really care because for me, it's just how it makes you feel, which is, I guess, why you all start in the beginning, right? Or exactly. should be. <laughs> yeah. So what, what is your style? Because you're saying what other people are saying, but what's Tori's, when you started, I know mm. it also changes over time, yeah. but what is your style and who are you behind that guitar? Okay. So I guess as a genre, we would call it indie folk. Okay. Someone the other day said to me, what we do is make the music that is, that they play in Grey's Anatomy. That's the, the closest link to our oh. kind of music. For people who, who listen to pop or don't know the genre. Um, so I started out making folk music. I had a, a guitar teacher when I was 12 and she taught me folk and that kind of expanded and I started writing because it made me feel alive and it was how I dealt with stuff. Um, and so I, I wrote because I had to write because it wouldn't stay in me. Um, so that's how I, I moved through the world and I'm, I'm lucky that I get to keep doing it for a living. But how did you, what made you move towards music and a guitar? Because that's not always everyone's oh. choice. So for me, I might write or I might do, you know, exercise. But what made you choose music? So, so this is the thing. So when I was 12, I, um, we, I went to a convent. And um, there was a guitar group without those tattoos on your arms. Definitely I'm the tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the matron, the matron, the matron, the matron, and the nuns might not have been so happy about the chops. Not at all. <laughs> um, Sorry, so I went. No, no, no. I went to the convent, <laughs> and there was a guitar group in the church on a Sunday night, and um, there were boys in the guitar group, and um, I mean, we went to an all-girls school. And I, I had the hearts for one of them. And um, so I, I went to his mom for guitar lessons. Ah, and I so just fell in love with the instrument. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how it all started. It kind of, the universe sucks you in in the best way it knows how. Um, and I, uh, ever since, I haven't been able to stop. Wow. That's, mm. that's, that's pretty awesome because I guess for you, it's a major vent and the secondary part is the revenue, which is so cool because I Absolutely. think often people get it wrong. I think there's usually a little bit of a twist where revenue is the primary goal. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And in fact, I've been thinking a lot about that and just remembering 
the reasons that we that we made it in the first place. I was in Cape Town last week on tour, and there's a, an artist called Emma Dupree who makes a similar kind of style music that I do, and we had a show at the waiting room, and she had called me the day before and said, hey, let's do a song together. And so I met her at her place in the afternoon, and we... Um, we jammed a couple of tracks and we worked out some harmonies and we, it was so glorious. And we, when we ended the show, we ended on that and it does something. And you forget that that's why folk music <clears throat> was made in the first place because women's are not just women. People sat around kitchen tables and that's how they told stories and they shared them that way. And it, so inspiring actually to sit around that table and somebody to join in another instrument and then another instrument and then a voice and then another voice in harmony. It does have goosebumps. That's what it does. That's so cool. I wish you could see Tori's face as she's explaining it to me. It's so awesome to see that the, the passion and the vibrance is still in those eyes despite the challenges because we have those, right? Yeah, so many of those. <laughs> so in terms of the South African Kind of market or, or artists that mm. are out there, are there any that you you would kind of collaborate on who aren't necessarily folk or that indie vibe who you think would enhance your music, or do you want to just stay strictly on on the on the mission that you're on? No, I'm so open um, to anything. Do you know what was so interesting is we did um, Sky Lloyd. He runs these wonderful festivals called Retrofest. Yes. And um for one of them, he got um, a guy called Impo Malloy who sings incredibly and he plays the sax and he can do – if he plays the flute, he can do anything. And another guy called Richard Brains. They don't make folk music, but he got them along and he phoned every artist playing in the, in the festival. And he said, I've got these guys and we would love for you guys to jam. You can call them in on any song. And so we ended up collaborating with Impo and um, – in fact, I want to phone him all the time and ask him to join my band because it's just, it's unbelievable and he doesn't make folk music. And I think I'm, yeah, open to anything and I'm feeling more and more that collaborations are the way forward. And in fact, actually, now that you say that, um, there was a band called Fulker who do like electro folk. Wow. Um, that must be interesting. It's the sounds must be crazy. Absolutely amazing. And I went into Ola's studio the other day, laid down a track on guitar and vocals, and she has it with her and she's messing with it at the moment. So she's adding vocals and she's adding other instrumentation and she's turning it into whatever she's turning it into. And I have no idea yet. And that's so exciting. Wow, electrofolk. I'm going to download that. That sounds crazy. You totally should, actually. I think you'd love that. Ah, uh, cause, so, so funny that you mentioned Greys, because I always, I'm so weird. I always go on and I l- try and listen to the lyrics in the background. And then, That's the best. And, then <laughs> and then you hear the lyrics and you try and like Google, like what the lyrics are. And they usually give them to you. Or if you, if you're able to see on DSTV what series it is or whatever, that music's usually there. So it's quite hard though because you don't want to be a sadist, but also because I'm pregos, it's quite cool to have like chilled vibes. Because love Nora Jones to death, totally. But um, I just don't want my little boy to come out being like, "Mom, Nora Jones was amazing." <laughs> like, need to spice it up. So it's so cool to hear that you said that. It's not everyone's vibe. No, no, no. It's which fine. is which is true. Um, it would have been interesting to see what song you played when um Derek died this week. It's been hectic. McDreamy died. It's like Grey's Anatomy hell 
for all of us. So I didn't even watch that. I didn't even know that. I mean, I feel really devastated by that, actually. Oh, shit. That's a, were you going to watch that? No, I haven't been watching it uh, for, for seasons. seasons oh, now. sorry. Okay, so anyway, yeah, it would have been interesting to see yeah. if that approached you from a music point of view, like how you would have paired that scene. Oh, oh. Because that would have been an emo little set. Next time, Grey's Anatomy <laughs> makes me cry every episode I ever watch. I know, it's a joke. Oh. Uh, anyway, so where's, because if that's the, that's the vibe and the feeling people are getting from your music, mm. where's your, where are your ideal venues in Joburg? Oh, it's so hard. Oh, yeah. It's so hard. It's really hard to find venues to play in Joburg. A lot of them have closed down. Um, yeah. And so we play a lot of festivals. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. We just came back from Mozambique. Um, wow! Amazing. We played How did they respond to me, to you? And well, actually, it's it's South Africans who go across for the festival more than anything. Oh wow! Uh, I, I had one Mozambican guy. One of the doctors came over to tell me that Maputo, he says, would love it. So we have to go play there, which is great. But the rest is people from Pretoria and Nelspruit and Joburg who come up for the festival. It's amazing, actually. Oh, wow. So that, that obviously went well. And then in terms of festivals here, like, would, what, what are some of that you've played at here that are? Like, we'll do, um, uh, park acoustics or park life. Oh, nice. Um, so park life is growing. It's, People are oh, loving it. It's wonderful. It's such a great festival. Yeah. I can see, I can see that being a cool match. Totally. Like chilling on your blankie. Some people drinking vino. Exactly. Just like unwinding to shotgun Tori on that stage. That's exactly. And it's, in fact, we opened for Xavier Rudd there the year that he played, which was mind blowing. Amazing. So, um, and yeah, Rise and Shine is also a great festival. Um, like a day one in Sanson Central Park. So those, yes. that kind of stuff, um, okay. people are starting to respond more to, because of Matthew Mole and Short Straw, that's kind of, you know, we, we play on a lot of the same stages, but, you know, I'm more chilled. It's quite interesting, <laughs> eh? Greenside's produced some boots. So Alistair also yeah, went to Greenside. That's Bionia exactly. And I. Oh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. They, I, I mean, if I had to probably go through the list, you must know the whole, how many of us are from there. It's crazy. There's a, there's a whole bloody herd and they're all just doing so well. I mean, Al's doing amazingly well. He's and, doing amazing. And what's cool to see is, um, his video business on the side. I mean, they, what those guys do in the video world is crazy because, so talented. yeah. It, uh, and how, so that's kind of a good, in term, good direction I'm heading in with you because I think a lot of, people and and if this is you and you're listening to what Tori is saying and you kind of are wanting music to be your dream but you're in a job and you don't know how to balance the two how do you do that Tori because you don't make money in the beginning and sometimes even yeah. once you've made the money there might be another, another dip so what would you like what's your do you know insight on that okay so my dad made me study so I would always have something to fall back good on dad. good dad so I've got a degree in television broadcasting Oh. Yeah. So I edit on the side when I need help. So, um, because, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard to make money as a musician in this country. Mm. And I, I think it's hard everywhere, actually. Mm. I can't just say it's hard here. I think it's hard everywhere. But I think you've got to take risks, but not so big that you put yourself in a bad situation that you can't move anymore. Mm. Because that ends up happening. I think you start out in a job. And you have a car that you've got finance for because you have a job. Um, you have a roof over your head. There's, you know, everything feels comfortable and feels doable. Then you think, okay, great. I'm going to be a musician. I'm in a great position. I've got a car. I can tour. I can make this happen. 
And so you start doing that, but you forget that two years down the line, a year down the line, your car needs a service. Two years down the line, chances are you might need a new car. And suddenly there's no finance and there's, there's no, um, no real money to definitely you can't go out and buy a new car and you can't, you trade, but that's enough for a deposit maybe if you're lucky. Yeah, no like, fixed income. No fixed, you, it's it's hard, hard, hard. And, um, and touring doesn't pay. And you, for instance, Grahamstown Arts Festival comes up and if you're on the fringe program, they don't pay anything towards your shows or your trip. So you've got to find the money to get the band to, down to Grahamstown to pay for accommodation, to pay for food while you're there, and then to pay for rent on the venue and the application stuff to even go in the first place. Um, and then if you're, you're competing against a thousand, two thousand artists sure. and theater shows and that people are really there to see theater more than anything else. So you are, Pacing the streets with flyers every day and trying to get people to come to your shows. And literally at the end of the day, you cover, if you're lucky, the rental of the venue. And the rest oh. has been everything you've saved up to that point from making music and for, it's just, it's so disheartening. Oh, it is. It's so dis, and so I'm, <laughs> I'm saying it's worth it. <coughs> Only if you love what you do. Because otherwise it's so hard. No, it is. And I, I, I watch artists eh? and I just think to myself, but you know, it's not only artists. I mean, it's, it's really across the board. Yeah. Anybody, we were, we had dope donuts, um, in, in last week and it was quite interesting because she's so risk adverse. She's just like, Oh, you know, it's just me and I'm able to do it. And they order their donuts online and they can customize them and I'm working out of a garage and it's going really well. Totally. And I'm just so afraid to make the next step. Mm. And I said to her, I said, you know, then kind of what's, what's the future? Because if you're going to stay where you are and be comfortable and have this little brand, it's almost a waste. Totally. But this is my whole point is that there are so many people bound by this fear because it's, it's frightening, Tori. It's yeah. not something that it actually almost cripples you if you don't, if you don't allow it to come in and be like, okay, this fear is what I'm going to use to propel me to just take the risks and go for it. That's, that's, that's the minority. And that's what makes this world up. Yeah. That's so truth. it's, it with, I think music is obviously a lot harder because there are just so many good musicians. Yeah. Excellent musicians, especially in this country. Our talent is crazy. And getting more so. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm finding. It's, yeah. And I think it's also, um, I mean, and you can, you can confirm this, but it seems because of where we are in 2015, especially the niche that you're in, people are able to be who they want to be behind the mic. In, in the old, I say old days, inverted commas, it's almost like you had to be a certain musician. That's exactly. That's exactly. And these days people, you don't, you don't, you can be whatever size and you can be, you can look like what you look, whatever you look like, and you can make the kind of music that you want to make. That's the truth. And, yeah. and you can still have a career. You can have as much of a career as if you, you know, were skinny and blonde with blue eyes. You know, in the old days, I think it wasn't like that. No. Flip, I, I'm just excited because if you were with me, you could see that Tori's got a guitar in her hands. <laughs> um, and I'm, 
number one shout out to Yanni Root for connecting me to you because she's just the most amazing human. Just like best, a, yes, a f- fountain of knowledge and connections. And music's what she does, obviously. But I mean, thanks, Yance. I'm so excited because I get to hear you live before you become an even bigger rock star. And once we once we're done with the song, we can chat around um, your your final kind of. The project you're on, mm. the project you're working on to, to get to that New York City yeah. dream and goal. Yeah. But let's, let's just enjoy, uh, what, is, what is the title of the song you're going to sing? <clears throat> Cautionary Measures. Oh, okay. okay. I'll get the, I'll get the Kleenex. <laughs> I'm pregnant, hey? So the hormones are mental. You're going <laughs> to so need So take it easy. <laughs> okay, cool. So okay. I'll, I'll leave you to it. So okay. this is Shotgun Tori singing Cautionary Measures. We rush for the door Whilst I call her head You put your foot to the floor Translator You'll need to speak for me I choke on these sentences Can't get the words out This private pain This mass devastation The heart isn't beating And it won't beat again My heart will never be the same These cautionary measures taken Couldn't stop this one from breaking Tighter turned and taken The fall away and empty took its place There's a heart beating uncontrollably It's mine Felt the strong medication As it slowly ejected The last of a life that my body rejected See there's no one to blame At least we've still got each other At night you reassure me One day I'll make a good mother This private pain, this mass devastation The heart isn't beating And it won't beat again My heart will never be the same These cautionary measures taken Couldn't stop this one from breaking Tide it turned and taken The fall away and empty took its place There's a heart beating Uncontrollably it's mine So we let the dust settle We trust there's some sense to this unending chaos So we take no offense I lie in your arms, you're strong by my side But every now and then I catch you wiping your eyes This private pain, this mass devastation The heart isn't beating And it won't beat again My heart will never be the same These cautionary measures taken Couldn't stop this one from breaking Tide it turned and taken The fall away and empty took its place There's a heart 
beating uncontrollably. It's mine. This private pain, this mass devastation. The heart isn't beating, and it won't beat. It won't beat. It won't beat. It won't beat again. Oh gosh, that could you, we could have used that for Grays. That's heavy. <laughs> if, it, if you're listening to that, for you'd agree. If you'd seen that Grays Anatomies, that would have been the one. Oh, Tori, that would have been the one. Yeah. That would have been the one. You see, oh gosh, I just wish I had millions and millions and millions and millions of rands to find to give all you musicians all the money in the world. Oh, wouldn't that be the best? Oh, damn. But we were chatting about something that you said is super close to your heart that is, it's, it's kind of a, a two-edged sword, really, because you are you, – well, you tell the story. You, you, you tell everybody kind of where you're at in terms of – Okay, yeah, yeah. So we met a producer in New York City who is um, keen to produce our next album – and um, we are super keen to make that happen. Uh, but we need to raise the money to make it happen. So we started a crowdfunding campaign with a local uh, crowdfunding platform called Thunderfund. Um, and we have raised 46,000 rand, which is amazing. But we need a, at least 100K to make it happen. And there are eight days left to raise the rest of that money. And now, it, by my thinking and my calculations, that's about 540 people pre-buying the digital release for 100 rand. Oh, wow. I know, okay. right? And it's a digital release, plus it comes with uh, behind-the-scenes clips from New York City um, and little things like that. Um and it's, yeah, 100 rand. There's all kinds of packages. We've made these fun rewards, everything to uh, 250 rand for the physical copy plus this digital art book that we're working on. Um, so many exciting things. Uh, but we need, we need support, I guess. We need people to go online and pre-buy the album. Um, and we can make it happen. I totally believe we can make it happen. Everybody kind of, kind of rolls their eyes a little bit and they're like, a hundred grand is a real, oh, we're almost halfway. It's a mountain. Exactly. We're almost halfway. So, and I believe we can do it. Okay, so that's actually a good – you've broken it down into the most positive way. 540 people buying – so what? So where do we go? Thunderfund.com yes. Yes. forward slash shotgun Tory. And then that's where we – is that where you can – that's purely donation though. So if we want to buy the – I don't know. That's exactly where that's that from. is. Yeah, yeah. They will – Pre-buying. You pre-buy the album on that site. 400 bucks. 400 bucks. Okay, so we need 540 of you <laughs> to go there and do this because we've got eight days left. Exactly. That's what's so exciting. You know, also like Alistair from Short Straw, yes. he went and donated. He bought an album. Oh, and, well uh, done, Shane, oh. Shane from Desmond and the Tutus. Oh, do you want to one? Laurie Levine. Um, oh. we've had some, I've had some great support. And I'm in. I'm in. I'm so in. It's ridiculous. I'll buy one right after this. Amazing. Yeah, so we are, so we need 539 of you. To go onto thunderfund.com forward slash shotgun Tory and just pre buy the album for a hundred rand. And, and it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be it's beautiful. Gonna be and you really are investing in 
it's the two of you. Hey? Yeah, so it's yeah. yourself and the hound. The hound. What's his real name? Fred van der Merwe. Fred van der Merwe. So Fred's at work because that's what he has to do. Exactly. Um, but we dig you, Fred. We haven't met you, but we dig you. So literally, guys, eight days left. If you are listening and you just heard that cautionary measures song and even if you know shotgun tori from before she came into our studio and blessed us with her presence we need 539 of you to go onto thunder.com forward slash shotgun tori and just help this band get the producer they need in new york city because south africa needs more artists like tori she's beautiful everything's so heartfelt and really the music and the industry needs us to support it totally Totally yeah, does. It totally does. So, thank you for coming in. I mean, we what a what an awesome privilege to see you before you hit that kind of next level of stardom. I know you're already there. It's crazy. I was looking at everything. I was like, ah, try not be a groupie, Jade. But it's 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 so awesome to see, and it's it's really cool just to see that. The passion still does exist, even though the hurdles are there, because they're there. I mean, this is one of your biggest ones, probably. Absolutely. So we, we we just salute the fact that South Africans are still doing it, still achieving what they, you know, what they've set out to achieve. Life is so short. Oh, it's so. It's so you've just got to do the things, and you know that. Obviously, you know about George. Bacon passing away this weekend. The lead singer no. from Hugo Vidi Hug. No. Yeah, he passed away this weekend, and and it it just uh, terrible. Devastating, leaving behind his wife and his new a new son, a new I think it's a new son, new kid, oh. four months, four oh, months no. old, and um, heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Life is short. You've just got to do the things and not be afraid to do the things. I'm so giving this podcast to that dope donuts. I'm actually gonna CC her in on the link I share from my Facebook page, and I'm gonna say, listen. <laughs> You get those donuts out there because that's exactly it. Like, and at the worst, you lose money. I mean, that's, uh, that's it. It's the absolute or worst. Or a stupid car. I hate cars. No. Or a stupid car. You know, like, what? So what? Oh, no. So this has been awesome. Shotgun Tori and the Hound just doing doing their thing. Obviously, Tor- Tori being in, in the studio solo with us, but... Can't wait! I can't wait to be at the next gig. I'm there. I'm going to buy to pre-buy my first album, yeah. so that I can. Um, when will it? Oh, so it all depends if you get the. It all depends. It all yeah, depends yeah. when See, it'll now, be ready. The the other thing about it is, is if you pre-buy it and we don't raise the money, mm-hmm. then it goes right back to the people who. So there's no risk really for everyone else. So you get the money right back. Oh, if yeah. we don't raise no, it. No, but we're going to get it. So yeah, we're totally going to do we're, it. We're totally going to do it. And even if it takes a little bit longer than the eight days, but um, essentially, I'm hoping before September, because <laughs> I really want to play it to my unborn child. Well, that's I like, the plan. September's like, the plan. There's like belly earphones. Do you know that? Katleho told me I'm going to find them. They are like belly earphones. So you put the little earphones on him, Amazing. You know, on your belly so he can hear. I'm going to totally give you a, my, a copy of my last album called Be Brave. And that is really going to help. Ah, oh, yeah. yay. So we can move, like, we can, <laughs> we can mix a bit of Nora Jones, a little bit of Tori. He's going to be like, cool, mom. So relieved. I love Come Away With Me and the Tin Roof lyrics, but I need you to change it up. So he's going to be very happy. Trust me. So we'll, we'll, we'll be very thankful. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you for coming. Um, we look forward to seeing you rockets and I will do everything I can in my power, um, to just get that funding done for the, for the, for that, producing job that's 
Thank you. Holding thumbs for you, man. Thank cool. you very I mean, much. We'll see you back here soon when that album's ready. Fabulous. And you can come and do another live little go. We'll have to get Fred. Oh, without Fred. a doubt. Tell You'll Fred have to, to take bunk. the morning off work. Tell Fred exactly. to bunk. Yeah. Bunk Fred. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we'll see you back here. Excellent. Just a little tune, and then we will bring in the lovely Mabali Maloy. I know what you were singing, but my ears won't stop ringing long enough to hear those swaying words and your simple melody. I just have to hear those swaying words spoken like a melody. I just wanna. Sweet words. Little bit of Nora Jones. Sorry, but Nora, I love you, but you've got nothing on Tori. Let's be fair. Tori, you make Nora look like a rookie, man. Damn. So it's Rookies and Rock Stars. That was Shotgun Tori doing her live song. Oh, my shattered nerves. So beautiful. And she was saying. Uh, she's saying during, I'll, I'll, let me first introduce my first guest, the second guest, and we'll have that conversation because I'll tell you exactly why it was so emotional. So we've got the lovely, lovely, lovely Mabale Malloy. Hi, Mab. Hello, hello. Ah, there we go. Just needed to push those up. That's what I had to do. <laughs> you know what? Don't even feel that desk. I mean, there's so many buttons in front of you when, you when you're sitting in that chair and you're busy controlling people's microphones and you're playing songs and you're doing this and you're clicking on mouses on keyboards. And it's very, it's, it's, I imagine this is what it looks like in the cockpit <laughs> of an aeroplane. Except not. <laughs> Except not, Mubs. Quite a lot of buttons. How are you? Oh, I'm so well. I'm so glad that you're here. I finally get to interview you, which is so flippin' cool <laughs> because it's your your career and your journey from radio to unradio TV you know your your own show here with Aspasia yes it's it's incredibly inspiring and i love it and it's so, i'm actually almost sorry i've taken so long that we've taken so long to have you on rookies so please forgive us oh no 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 that's quite all right <laughs> i'm very happy to be chatting to you so just before we get into mubs's story i i knew that if there was one person who would be happy to engage on this Kaylee Jenner thing, it might be you, not because I'm indicating by any means that you're as shallow as knowing what's going on as the Kaylee Jenner story, but I know that it would have crept up in your other shows or somewhere along the line and you will, you'll be willing to chat to it, chat about it with me. Well, I mean, I think, you know, I think a lot of, or I think some people like to pretend that they don't really know what's happening because, you know, they don't want to be seen as being interested in that kind of story. But let's face it, this has been one of the biggest news stories this week. Um, Caitlyn Jenner signs onto Twitter and within four hours, she's got over a million followers. What? Apparently she set a new record. Uh, Barack Obama joined Twitter and he got to a million in about five hours. Caitlyn did it in four. So to say that you're not interested in the story that that is, that is that big, you know, you're lying. Well, Oh, you're hiding behind yeah. the fact that you're actually into it. 
And, um, you know, in the interests of being informed, I always think that, you know, you need to be aware of what's happening in the world around you. You don't necessarily need to be obsessed with a story. You just need to have the, the information so that, you know, you, you're aware of what's happening in the, in the world that you live in. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to dwell on it too long, but I, I, it, it did fascinate me. I'm not going to lie or hide behind anything. Mm. I was, I haven't quite followed it on Facebook. I mean, on Twitter, I say it. Listen to me. How I'm talking about this human being. I haven't followed. I haven't followed Caitlin on Twitter yet because I'm not so sure that I'd be interested in in the content that follows. Yes, yeah. I also haven't to followed be fair, her, and I and, and I won't. Yeah, but I, it would be interesting to see what the others say, the other Ks, the whole lot of them. Well, you know, um, they've been they've been quoted in the media as being supportive in in terms of the tweets that they've been posting. You know, saying we're very proud of you, that kind of thing. But I mean, you know, with the media, you're never really a hundred percent sure because yeah, you know they're also in it for the gossip and for oh, they are because uh, they were saying that Kendall was in tears. You know, oh. that her dad's now become a, a lady, and now her father's now she's got two moms and no dad. Well, I'll tell you what I came across, which I thought was interesting. I think overall, the response to Caitlyn Jenner has been mostly positive. There are some people who, you know, who have said things like, what is this world coming to? But what's what's interesting is I came across this article just this morning, and apparently the response from the transgender community has been mixed. So not everybody being supportive of Caitlyn Jenner at this point. There is a trans woman who's called Janetta Johnson. Now, she works with TGI Justice over in America. So she used to be a man, and now she's a woman. And she's one of the the people from the transgender community who are not reacting positively to Caitlyn Jenner, saying things like, yeah, for her to come out as a trans woman, but to insist that people keep referring to him as a he, she says that that is setting them back as the transgender community. So I thought that that was interesting, that people within the community are not necessarily supportive of of Caitlin and people saying things like, well, why did it take her so long to come out as a woman? But, you know. But that is odd. I mean, I'd love to know, as you said, the facts behind that. I mm. mean, really? Like, why would he go or she go on the front of Vanity Fair, call herself Caitlin Jenner and then insist on be called he? Yeah. Ugh. You know, it's I, I, I can't even begin to understand how complicated of a process this must have been for her and for every other person who goes through the transition. Yeah, and interestingly enough, about three, four weeks ago, Ellen DeGeneres had the producer of Transparent. It's actually supposed to be called Transparent, but it reads Transparent. Yes. That's the new series that has come out overseas. Yes. And it's quite interesting. I actually, Flip, I should have played the clip, but it's interesting to see that that came out. It's almost like he's bloody got shares in it because the timing The timing has of been it, yeah. In- Almost conspicuous because that's come out as a series called Transparent. Yeah. And then this. So it is, it is interesting just to see what's going on. Yeah. I think I've seen that show because I think the, the father in that show, he's, he's going through a transition himself. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Anyway, enough about that. I just, I, I, I had to talk to it about somebody. (laughs) My husband certainly would not entertain it. He probably doesn't even know. Actually, (laughs) he probably does not even know. So yeah, for me it's it's um an interesting way to do things and it is uh, brave, I don't know, but wish it, it well, her well, he well, whatever we're supposed to say. But more importantly, Mavale, I am so interested just to hear how your journey's going because it's been an interesting one and one of the things that I loved about 
chatting to you about when I first met you was that when you started your, I'll say creative, because at, at that time radio was a quite a creative space to be in and whatever. When you chose that route, the parentals were not extremely stoked. You know, my mother was supportive. Yes. But my father, and understandably so, you know, he paid for me to go to university and then I graduated with a degree in biological sciences. <laughs> He'd always had plans of, of, for me to become a doctor. And I said to her, well, I don't think I want to become a doctor, but I'll kind of sort of meet you halfway. So I'll do a BSc degree in something. And I, I was enjoying what I was studying. You know, I was going to go into medical microbiology and I was going to go find cures for diseases, or at least that was the plan. And then I just went completely off course and uh, went into into broadcasting. So interesting because I think that if you're listening and you and you're hearing what Mubs is saying, I believe there's quite a few of you who are in the same position where you have a goal and you have a mission, and it's very different to what the parents want. Mm. And so that's kind of why I wanted to latch onto it with you, Mubs, because you made the decision, and now. All these years down the line, do you feel Papa Bear was a little bit more right? Or do you feel you're glad you followed your own intuition and went with what you wanted to do? Well, I'm glad that I followed my intuition and what I wanted to do. Because if I had completely crashed and burned and made a complete failure of the transition, well, then I would have found a way to go back into doing, you know, the the medical microbiology. disease cures. But, But so far, so good. So I have no regrets about that because, you know, when I started in broadcasting, I was doing traffic on, on the breakfast show with Gareth Cliff. Fast forward a few years later, you know, I'm, I'm writing for a magazine. I'm a news anchor on television. I'm, I've, I've got my own radio show. I MC, you know, there, there are a lot of skills that I've acquired over the years. And I don't think that that is something that I can look back on and say, Oh no, I made a mistake. I should have listened to you, dad. <laughs> That's so cool. And, and how, how is the blend? Cause I've, I've watched a lot of personalities come in and out of here. And it's quite interesting to see the TV personalities come behind a mic mm-hmm. and then see the mics go behind a TV screen. Mm-hmm. How do you blend that every day, like the difference? Because it's vastly different. People don't realize it because yeah. they don't have to do it. Yes. But how do you find that? Well, the the thing about radio, which is something that I like, is, um, you know, we're sitting in here in a studio. And essentially, we don't have to stress about people watching us, looking at us. And... You know, it's a lot more personable because it feels like we're having a conversation. We're mm. all involved in this conversation that we're having right now. But, you know, with television, there are all these bright lights in your face and there's this makeup that gets piled on top of you and you're very aware that people are watching you. So that kind of creeps in a little bit in your self-consciousness, you know. And then every now and again, if you, you know, if it's not live television, then it's cut. Do that again. So with TV, it's a lot more disruptive. But with radio, it's just an ongoing conversation. It just flows. It carries on. There's nothing, uh, you know, pretend about it. It's more real. Absolutely. I think especially here. Mm. I think we're all very lucky to have this unradio platform where it really, especially, especially on the first show you do in the mornings. I'm not, I, I, I haven't recently listened to, um, two fems, right? Between two fems. Between two fems. Yes, um, I'm sure that's a lot more a lot more groomed and chilled. And well, I'll tell you, last week, for example, we were speaking to Dr. Eve, who is a spokesperson for Ashley Madison. Uh-huh. And, and we were talking about um, South Africans and adultery. 
and how South Africans uh, deal with adultery yeah. and, the, and the trends that you see in that whole thing. So it, uh, yeah, just just to let you know what you what you've been missing out Ooh, on. <laughs> I'm going to download that podcast immediately. Uh, so sh- I mean, I can't believe Dr. Eve's still around. Do you know that I remember building a stand for her at a oh at a medical congress. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> a medical congress where we built. A Viagra stand. Oh. And she was the celebrity guest making appearances, chatting to the doctors around, what's the word? Um, not infidelity. Uh, uh, um, impotence. Yes. Erectile dysfunction. Erectile. All of that. Yeah. Ah, I couldn't get it out fast enough. <laughs> uh, Erectile I almost dysfunction. Was, I almost thought I was swearing, but I was like, no, Jade, it's literally a medical term. It's okay. You're, you're in a safe place. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So, oh, really? So. Yes. The contents of Between Two Femmes can get pretty heated. You know, they can. We, we try and mix it up a little bit. Nice. We like, we, we like the idea of, um, I mean, obviously we're both women, so a lot of our conversations are approached from the female perspective. Mm. So for example, one day we invited a whole group of other women to come in and, and some guys, even though only one, one guy showed up. And we wanted to talk about the use of the word bitch and whether or not, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and whether or not it's okay. Is, is it ever okay to, to call a woman that word you know and then we were approaching it from the male and the female perspective and then other days we keep it light and fun and fluffy and we talk about you know fashion and beauty trends and that kind of thing other days it, it becomes more serious you know when we talk about the issues that women face in the workplace um, issues that women have when it comes to their self-confidence so we try and mix it up and your column that is in that is in the Marie Claire, right? Yes. And what's what's the kind of why why am I reading that from Mbale Maloy? Like why would I want to get involved? Why would I want to read that column every month? Well, I'm I'm lucky in the sense that um, you know Aspasia kind of said to me, you know, if there isn't a specific area that you want to write about every month, then just do your own thing. So we we've made it an opinion piece. So you know, it's not it's not like I'm writing a health column or a sex column or a relationship column. So I get to write about whatever I'm feeling strongly. About in that moment, nice. um, yeah. So <gasps> some of some of the column will have bits of me in it, you know, where I bring in some of my personal struggles and challenges. You know, other times I'm just completely giving my opinion on something that 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 that's happened. Um, you know, with the whole roads must fall thing, for example, oh. you know, I had something to say about that. So every month it's it's going to be it's going to be something different. Nice, yeah, but super informed. Because let's be honest, you you're quite a clever little poppet. So <laughs> I I. Actually, I'd seen it before, but I forgot to follow up on it. And I think it's one of my EI magazines that I subscribe to on my iPad. Yeah. Because there's so many, you can't buy them all in real life. So yes, this I will is true. definitely make an effort to go and see that, Mubs. And just, uh, we've, we've, it's, it's crazy how time goes here, but yeah, it, it on, on our, on our way out, just, just in terms of, you know, your journey as kind of this celebrity, r- Radio, TV, writer, MC, anyone who's even interested in that field, two nuggets. Well, firstly, you've got to, you have to be interested in the world around you. You need to be informed if you're going to go into broadcasting because, you know, people listen to you and what you have to say, whether you're saying it on radio, on television or writing. So I'd, I'd say the most important thing is to get informed, pay attention to the world around you. And then just start knocking on doors, hey? Send out CVs, demos, that kind of thing. Um, do your research in terms of who's who in the, in the, in the industry. Mm. Find out who the people you should be talking to are and just start knocking on those doors. 
Oh, that's that's cool. So if if that is you and you are interested in kind of a similar journey to what Mabali has had, she's obviously now got a longer list than what she had when she started, which is so awesome to see. And that's exactly why we had her here, because Rookies and Rockstars is all about encouraging you to take the next leap to, to even start with the research if you've got an idea, if you've got a plan, keep those dreams alive and follow people like her. I mean, she's come from getting her BSc degree to now having her own radio show, being a co-host on one of the biggest radio shows in the morning with Gareth Cliff, has her own column in Marie Claire and MCs and is an ENC, ENCA anchor. It's, it really is phenomenal. So thanks for joining us, Mugs. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad I took the time. And again, sorry we took so long it's because okay. you're amazing. Oh, thank you. Cool. So that's Rookies and Rockstars. I have been solo, but hopefully the lovely Miss Prue will be back next week, wishing her a speedy recovery after her accident. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week, Wednesday, 10 to 11, Rookies and Rockstars. CliffCentral.com